Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. Welcome to this week's edition of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. And I have come out again. I've left the confines of the studio. Why <laughs> I say studio, you all know it's my back bedroom. But I am out in Hanley Park. Today is Saturday the 15th of June. June is Pride Month. And it is the 13th year this year that Stoke Pride is taking place. I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit soggy. In fact, we've had a few torrential downpours. But do you know what? There is everybody is still out. Everybody is still having a great time. So many rainbow flags, so many rainbow balloons. Lots of people are wearing ponchos. And I do think some people might have trench foot by the end of today. But it is a fantastic atmosphere. A great little carnival going on. Stalls everywhere. Got everything from your food and drink. You've got lots of cakes. Um, to charities offering advice and help as well. And there will be a parade as well. So there will be a pride parade. So I've been talking to uh, lots of different people who've been here. I managed to catch up with Andrew, who is the facilities director. Yeah, it started 13 years ago in a small car park in Hanley. Literally, that's all it was. And we became a charity, I think, four years ago, um, which has enabled us to make it grow. Um, last year, we had just short of 9,000 people. Um, I'm hoping, I don't know what the figures are today, but I'm hoping it's good. It's just the rain is, uh, but hey-ho, it's pride. So why is pride so important? I think it affects people in different ways. It's a lot more liberal nowadays. Um, years and years ago when I came out, 41 years ago, um, it was not like this. It was hard work, hidden. But now, hopefully, barriers are getting broken down and it's, it's just nice. It's a fun day for family, all ages. Um, I actually had somebody come up to me this morning that I, uh, they contacted me last year, their daughter was transitioning and she didn't know what to do. So I put her in touch with one of the charity stores that comes here and they took over and she came and said thanks, which was, that was cool. But it's things like that, isn't it, that, that, that really, I guess, keep you going each year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, we, we're trying, there's so much, so many things that involved when you're, you're gay that straight people don't seem to suffer and no you can't sort of you know same-sex abuse in fact in in relationships and you know it's not talked about but it happens so all these different things in different communities and like we've had the first time this time we've had the hmrc uh, uh court system come along um we've had quite a few new stalls this year that's all trying to sort of just make things easier um yeah what's your favorite thing about pride I'd like to say about half past ten tonight when I've got my feet up and having a very large gin and tully. And that's it. I'm Maurice Greenham. I'm the chair of the LGBT Older People's Group. Um, I'm Jude Hawes and I manage Challenge North Stars, which is the hate crime project. So we're here in uh, in Hanley Park and this is the 13th Stoke Pride. I didn't realise there'd been 13, wow. 13, absolutely yes, and I was there at the first one, were you? Were. I may well have been actually, was yeah. that the one where it, it was, was in the car, car park, park and it rained park. all day? Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> oh, I was there at I the first two. <laughs> 
was going to say, what are your memories then of, of Pride as it's changed and grown oh, over the it's years? It's grown and grown and grown. And it's been wonderful to see how it's grown. And it's become more and more inclusive. It's, it's a fabulous oh, yes. place to be. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we were in, I remember when we moved to Northwood Park. And that was a big, big move. You it know, was. Away from a car park into a proper park. And, uh, and that was really good. And it was nice and neatly contained. But we really outgrew it. And when it came here, it was the right thing. Mm. And each time, this is the third time here, it's got bigger and bigger and better. Pity about the rain today, but hey. But what's lovely is, even though the weather's not good, this people are still here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, actually, people love this, yeah. and it's really important to people in this city, whether, whether it's the gay community or the people who are connected with the gay community or just people in the city. It's an event now on our absolutely. calendar. And, and it had, that's partly what's been very good about moving it to this park, actually, because yeah. it has made it more central, hasn't it? it? And more accessible, yeah, too, because yeah. it, there's no, no charge to come in. No, no. And that, that's a big difference between yeah. us and other prides. I was at Berry Hill Residence uh, Retirement Village yesterday. They had their first LGBT pride. Oh, fabulous. And they were, they were oh, it's absolutely terrific. I said, look, you know, it's wonderful to be here in Sir Contrad. It is, it is, I said, this is a city of culture. I said, okay, we did get the win, win the, the, the city of culture, but that doesn't make any difference. I said, you look in any direction, music, drama, theatre, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a fabulous place mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And what is really wonderful, I think, as well about having it here is there's even more young people involved yes. in it. And they're coming again every year and coming again every year because we're close to the university. And a lot of young people live in this part of the city, don't they? And having it here has just brought more and more of them in. And it is a real celebration, which is what Pride's meant to be. It makes it a real party, doesn't it? And it's good that we've had the Lord Mayor and, uh, and, uh, and we've had the both MPs. Uh, Gareth mm-hmm. and Ruth and the Bishop of Stafford too yes. um, yeah, all, all the, so, <laughs> and we all know Bishop Jeff loves a party oh, we do <laughs> yes we do that's true, that, that is true. And to be honest I think, true. I think Gareth and Ruth do too they don't <laughs> get a lot of fun in Westminster I suspect oh, yeah. well, even getting look. very wet here is a lot more fun than being in Westminster a lot so. more fun I, I would have thought so yes. yeah. <laughs> and they were saying to me I spoke to them just now and they were saying how fabulous the people are that they've yeah. been talking to here and all the positivity yes. and all yeah. the cheerfulness despite Indeed. the rain which may be just about to start again <laughs> we'll ignore it because no one's going to rain on our parade <laughs> i had a message from someone who said to me all oh, the rain's coming no rainbows i went back there's a lot of rainbows here absolutely yeah. <laughs> so all you can see everywhere you look yeah, is rainbows. rainbows i mean there is also a serious reason as to why pride is needed and it's still needed in 2019 I'm afraid that is true. I mentioned this yesterday. I said, look, you know, for, for most people who are your age, my age, I, I mean, I'm, I'm 77. And uh, uh, so I said, I, I qualify to, to, to be with you in yes. this village. I said, but I just think about it. If, you know, for the, most of our lives, it was a criminal, uh, a criminal offence. And so people uh, just want to keep quiet. And so that makes it difficult to, to it makes people even more isolated. And so, you know, that's a sad thing. But I I mean, our group is about combating isolation and and loneliness. And if we can do a little bit, then that's a great thing to be doing. And of course, with the hate crime project, which is what I manage, we obviously get reports of homophobic attacks on people and homophobic abuse and transphobic abuse and all sorts of stuff like that. And, and, and sadly, that isn't going away. I mean, the good thing is, is that people are reporting it. There was a time when nobody would have reported it because they would have been too scared about being identified and they certainly wouldn't have wanted to talk to the police about it. been far too nervous to do that. But that is really... Sometimes when you think nothing's getting any better, 
you have to look at those things and realise actually there's some big change that's happened, well, and it is changing. Big changes. I mean, the, in the law, I mean, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the yeah. equal equality and, and same-sex marriage. That, that's huge steps forward. But the 30 as I years ago, same, when Pride started, I don't think either you or I could have imagined that would no, be the situation. No, absolutely. No. I mean, it's great that all these things have happened. But, but having said that, the hate is still there. Yes. I mean, I just pointed to you know to the residents yesterday. I said. Uh, did you notice? Did you uh, uh, were you aware of the of the assault that took place on a on a, mid, uh, on a, a night bus oh in London? God, I think it's awful, absolutely dreadful. Yes. And in in 2019, uh, so it still happens. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we've come a long way, but we would still need prides. Yeah, still an awful lot to do. But but the good thing is, we're here amongst the people who are really getting together to do that and to make those changes. And these people are the ones who've been working to get the changes that have already happened. And um, none of us are going to stop we're not going to go oh well that's all right we've succeeded now we'll sit back oh no there's a whole lot more to do and and until people genuinely feel safe and until that kind of stuff stops happening we'll all just have a job to carry on doing won't we and we get to enjoy this bit of it yes this bit's this bit's the fun i know it's hard work too oh, it is hard work yes <laughs> Especially when it but it is great to celebrate and oh, it's it great to it see is. everyone it, it is really wonderful is. Yes. yeah yeah it's bigger and better every year yeah yeah what are your hopes for the next 13 years then? <laughs> you'll still be here, Morris. <laughs> I know you're about to say something there because I can see a look on your face, but you'll still be here. Well, I hope so. I hope so, yes. I mean, I'm, my 17th birthday is coming up in September, but I, I hope to uh, to explore Latin America. That's part of the world I've never been to. And so I really want to do that. Uh, I, it's been terrific to be able to go to uh, New Zealand, Australia, and countries in the Far East. It's been absolutely fantastic. I feel so privileged and so grateful to be able to do that. And uh, but yeah, it'd be good to, to explore. And I want to, you know, I want to go not just to one place. I want to, just, I want to go to the Galap- Galapagos Islands, obviously. Me too. And and Peru. And, but I want to go to Cuba and Colombia and Ecuador and of course Argentina. And <laughs> and give me a chance to practice my Spanish. Hola. Hola, indeed. <laughs> That's as good as it gets for me, I'm afraid, for Spanish. I, I've just done a little bit of adding up as well, and I, I hope I'll be coming. I won't be doing this stall because I will be retired by then, I can tell you. But I think, I mean, well, it's really hard to imagine because you think about all the change that's happened in 13 years. If things carried on at that pace, this would look really, really different. I think the thing. My, my, I do have some fears that I do think there has been some reversals. I do think there's been more hostility and anger and unpleasantness, the sort of levels of misogyny and, and homophobic and transphobic and racist abuse. There's been, there has undoubtedly been some kind of real crunch point that's been happening recently. We've all got to get ourselves together and tackle that. So my hope in 13 years' time is I'll, we'll be having this conversation with Morris and going, do you know what? We did worry about it, but look, good people have come together and good people have made the change that needed to be made. Because actually, at the end of the day, most of these people are people who are good people. And, and even those who are, who are negative, often it is just that they... You know, it's, it's their life that they've been brought up in and there's no reason at all. I'd, be, I'd love it if they came. They'd come and they'd meet people and realise there is nothing to be afraid of. This is just joyful. And maybe one day there won't need to be a hate crime stall either. Yeah, well, that is my plan. 
my plan. Just retiring. We have to do ourselves out of business. That's the plan. We have to do ourselves out of business. Well, i tell you something. I mean, I officially retired many years ago, but I'm honestly working harder well, now yes. than that. But just yes. beware of retirement. Do beware of what you're going to see yourself in for. Yes, it doesn't look restful, I have to tell you, Marsh. You, you make it look good, but you don't make it look quiet and restful. I know it's not, but it's fun. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you managed to listen to it somewhere drier than I have been today. Uh, what an honour to be able to sort of butt in on a conversation. What an honour to just be part of this uh, this event. And you know what? It is still important. It, it is still vital that we, we have these conversations and we too talk about it. And wouldn't it be nice one day if there wasn't any hate crime? As always, you can get in touch with me via social media at CQHPod is what you need to look for on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, the website cqhpod.co.uk and I'll be back next week with another episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour.